generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Tell me, Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 to 7. Help us, media. Whoo. Let's read together the count of three, two, one, we read. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Okay, we're going to start again. Let's read together. Idris, are you all right? Can we read together loud and clear? Abigail, even if you're behaving like ITK here, it's okay. IBK, ITK, let's read. Loud and clear, the count of three, two, one. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be Wonderful <laughs> Counselor. Media, the final message in the series, supposed to be flawless. Let it be the memories of you we have. Let's start again. Let's read. Name shall be wonderful. Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that day forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts. Wow. A lot of people, when they read this, when do they read this? When do they read this? Christmas. And what do people celebrate during Christmas? The birth. Can I ask you a question? Is the birth of a person the purpose of that person? So why do we just celebrate the birth of Jesus? Verse 6. We celebrate the birth of Jesus. A child is born. A son is given. And we end there. That's where the church ends. The talk, church talks about the incarnation of Christ. The birth of Christ. The manifestation of Christ. And they talk about the sonship of Christ. Becoming sons. Identity. Redemption. Inheritance. But the church hardly talks about what? Shout it. The government. Now, grammarians, my wife, and Abimbolo Shodi, when you see semicolon, what, what, what does that imply? It's explaining further what you just said. So the word is saying this prophecy is not just about the birth of Jesus. It's about the full expression of the divine agenda, which the best then comes to facilitate. That the only reason Jesus comes in the flesh, comes as a man, comes manifest in the, as a man, is so that men can become like God. So God had to become like man, had to live as a man, die as a man, resurrect as a man, so that whoever believes in him will also receive the impartation of that life and that grace. Justification is imputed upon their spirits by faith, not by works. By faith, justification, just as if I never, it's imputed by faith so that that person can then become a part of the body of Christ upon which the government rests. Are you seeing this now? Where is the government going to be? Is the government going to be on his head or upon his shoulder? Is Christ the shoulder of the body or is it the head of the body? So what 
carries the weight of the government is it really Christ or the body of Christ now please understand this the government is talking about here is not APC PDP RIP it's not the COVID palliative hardened government how many of you are grateful that you don't have to loot heaven to receive your blessing God doesn't keep your supplies and shady warehouses listen that government is not APC or PDP you know why because those are offshoots of a form of government called what democracy one old timer called it democracy democracy right because there was no democracy at the time of this prophecy democracy came as a function of Roman civilization come on somebody Roman civilization was not the in thing at this time. Rome had not come into power. So when it's talking about government, don't think that it's saying go and carry a political card. That's allowed if you're led in that direction and we shoot some of us. Come on, are you here? Some of us must be in that process. But guess what? That's not what he's talking about here. The government is talking about here is the manifest administration of the order of God. The agenda of God. That such the same way a politician comes and says, if you vote me, I will do this. I will tie all the roads. I will ensure that you have medical care and all of that. That was what Jesus was saying. It was his political manifesto in the book of Luke chapter 4. When he took a scroll in the temple and he opened to Isaiah chapter 60. Come on. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach good news. That was the manifesto of Jesus. Are you understanding what I'm saying when I said in Hebrews behold I come in the volume of the books is written of me he's saying I have come with a government from heaven I am an, a candidate I am a carrier I am a conduit of the order the judicial system of heaven will find expression in me the executive system of heaven will find expression in me the legislature of heaven will find expression in me and when Christ resurrected when he went to heaven guess who he gave that assignment to the church somebody shout you are now in power Acts chapter 1 when he resurrected from the grave what does the Bible say the Bible says that he began Acts chapter 1 verse 3 he said that he began to explain to them things regarding the kingdom or replace the kingdom with the government of God so listen if the kingdom of God was all about death burial and resurrection after he died after he was buried and after he resurrected why would he still need to be explaining to them things about the kingdom is somebody understanding this to whom he also presented himself alive after he's suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days after resurrection verse 4 and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God who is in power in verse 8 okay, verse 4 let, let's go let's go let's go verse 4 let me show you something real quick and being assembled together with them he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem but to wait for the capital P that capital P is a personal pronoun he's a person come on personal noun he's a person not capital p the p there is the promise but to wait for the promise of the father which he said you have heard from me keep on going the promise of the father keep on going verse five five for john truly baptized with water but you shall be baptized with the holy spirit so the holy spirit is the promise of the father not many days from now verse six keep on going keep on going keep on going therefore when they had come together they asked him saying lord will you at this time restore the kingdom to israel they are still thinking is an Israelite thing is a Jewish thing well you at this time restore another word for kingdom is government why because Israel had been subjugated by the brute force of Rome and they had to pay taxes they were under labor so they were saying who's going to relieve us of this pressure who's going to take on the assignment and the task of us escaping the death grief and the stronghold of the Roman Empire 
empire and oppression upon us. He's saying now that you've resurrected, now that you've done, watch this, now that you've done what they claim that their gods have done, now that you have defied the odds because they believed that their kings were gods and they never really died. Are you understanding that? If you people that practice spiritism and animism and all of that, you see it even in uh, Wakanda where they went, and went into a place and they saw the dead spirits and all of that. In false religions, they believe that the spirits don't die. So they were saying based on that premise, you have beaten them with signs, you have beaten them with wonders, and you have beaten them by resurrecting from the dead. Will you now uh, consolidate your government by restoring? What did Jesus say to them? He said, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. What has power have to do with restoring the kingdom to Israel? He is saying that the answer that heaven has for the kingdoms of this world, for the oppression of this world, for the manipulation of this world is the Holy Spirit. And that the church is now the government of God. That I don't need a political office for me to demonstrate the power of heaven. The Holy Spirit, watch this. He didn't talk to him about the Holy Spirit because he said, Oh, uh, Jesus Christ, I cannot pray well. He said, I'll give you the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, I'm having lost problems. Then I'll give you the Holy Spirit. Oh, Jesus, I'm hungry. I'll give you. No, the Holy Spirit helps with that. But the Holy Spirit is the administrator of the government of God. Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, Labasa. Because it talks about the promise. What, why is it called the promise? Because when John speaks about salvation in John chapter 1, I believe verse 12, he says, as many as believed in him, as many as received him, what does he do? He gives the power. How is that power given? By the Holy Spirit in regeneration at the point of salvation and in transformation beyond the point of of salvation so the promise of the father is the holy spirit and when that holy spirit comes he does not come as a weak insipid docile jelly jawed lily levered spineless spaghetti spirit he does not come like that he comes with power i just want to pray for somebody who has been saying i am weak i am tired i am I break that false identity of your mind, of your soul, of your spirit. That thing that has been creeping and crawling on you all week long. You might call it depression, anxiety, overwhelm and fear. By the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. I say to you, you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I break every weight and every burden of your shoulder in the name of Jesus. Jesus, high five, Lord, like somebody and tell him you are not weak. Where is my keyboardist? Where is my keyboardist? Lord, like somebody and say, you are not weak. You are not weak. You are not that person who is frustrated. I know the Holy Spirit helps, watch this, in infirmities when you're praying. The Holy Spirit helps you in temptation. The Holy Spirit helps you with that. But the primary thing is that he's a spirit of power. That means that if you have a project you're working on and it feels like you don't have water takes you have the holy ghost as your backup that means that if there's crisis and contention in your marriage in your home in your environment and it feels like things are not working you can say help me holy ghost if you come to my house one of the expressions we use is help me god help me holy spirit i receive your help holy spirit because we understand that the holy spirit is not just an emergency helper when i'm about to be tempted to say the wrong word watch the wrong thing eat the wrong thing the holy spirit is an indwelling presence of the government of God on the inside of me and it's not only there when things are bad he's also there when things are good so I don't lose my head if you are not excited about the promise keep on looking loud like you're looking right now but if you're excited about the spirit of promise if you're excited about the spirit of power if you're excited about the government of God I want you right now to look for three people and tell them you have power
Some of you are even too weak to stand, too lazy to stand, too comfortable to stand, uh, too casual to stand. Uh, but help me look for somebody around you and tell that person you have power. Once you see this, you will stop seeing the Holy Spirit as just a pedestrian Google and a past spirit. His answer to how will you restore the kingdom to Israel was the Holy Spirit. That was his answer. Look at, read your Bible that way. What is the answer to reforming Nigeria? Tell me. The power of the Holy Spirit. If you want to correct something in your children's school or at work, can you do it without your body? If you're going to send a mail, won't you use your fingers to type it? If you're going to go and rake for the principal, won't you have to show there? So why do people think that God will show up on earth without his body? Are you understanding this? I said in the first service, the state of the earth is not God's responsibility. The state of the earth is a reflection of the state of the hearts of men that God has put in charge of the earth. Who determines the state? Is that Chris? Is that Chris? My God, some of you don't know Chris. Chris used to join us way back at Banax Hotel Sunday afternoon. Chris is here. Stand, Chris, come on. Do you remember Chris? Good to see you, man. So, so look at that. I said, who determines the state of your house? If you live in London, you have a house in Nigeria. Are you the person that determines the state of your house? Or is it the caretaker you put in charge? Who's the caretaker God has put in the earth? Man. Listen, he did not put a Christian man in charge. It was man he put. He didn't put a wise man, man. In other words, any man that understands his humanity can manipulate things on earth. And govern it by any spirit he subjects himself to. So y'all didn't get that. My wife says some of you didn't get that. Are you understanding that? Why does a man say I want to get into power and he sheds the blood of somebody he loves and spirits start working in his favor? Because man was put in charge. He was not a preacher man, was a man. And as long as you are man made of the dust of the earth, you have a certain kind of approval from heaven to manipulate things on earth. So anybody who is in power, who is not subjected to the spirit of God's power, will abuse the power he's in. He will oppress instead of uplift. You're seeing this now. So the Holy Spirit is the spirit of power. And when we look through the Bible, you're going to see that the people that God used, particularly in the series we spoke about, they, they understood this, that power does not belong to the political party, the power does not belong to the government house, even though they can usurp it, they can use it for a time, but really power belongs to God. This is the reason the Bible says that God, oh my God, he said God will do nothing except he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. This is also why God does not operate in the earth without the physical body of an individual or a group of people who gather in his name and so look at this when we see the miracles that Jesus did there were demonstrations of the power of God he was licensed to use that power are you understanding this now why do we have to bind and lose binding and lose are legal governmental powers are you understanding that the same way a governor can issue coffee in the spirit realm you can oh my yeah you can <laughs> You can instruct a coffee and say in this house, no headache, no sickness in this house, no surgeries, no accident. I bounce you. Devils, look at what it says. Said, I saw the devil fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you power to tread upon snakes and scorpions and over every power of the enemy. What it means is this. The enemy will use his power to the degree to which you allow him. Are you seeing this? Jesus was on earth. 
whilst he was on earth, the embodiment of all power, he looked at his disciples and said, I've given you power. Go and tread upon snakes and scorpions. What does that mean? Whilst Jesus was on earth, snakes and scorpions were still treading in places. We're still moving in places. The presence of Jesus is not the automatic exit of demonic activities. Oh my God. That's why Paul said, the kingdom of heaven is not in talk, but of power. That means the talk that would displace demons must be a talk rooted in power. And there are many of us who have things dancing around our lives. Waiting for the demonstration of power. I proclaim over this house. I don't know what that thing is. And I don't know where it came from. And I don't know how long it has lasted. But I release over this atmosphere. A fresh draught of power. Of power. To displace territorial forces. Demonic influences of delay. Of disturbance. Of damages. Of complications. That lustful spirit. Sexual seductive spirit. That you don't know where it came from. I Rebuke you, rebuke you, rebuke you. Expel it right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Who's going to receive power? Who? Who's going to receive power? Somebody say, I'm in power. <laughs> Somebody say, I. Damn it, Lola, Tolok, Victor. I am in power. If your names are shorter than three, go and ask your parents, how come you were in a hurry when you were naming me? The believer is in power. But the Bible says, he that is in a place of honor and does not know it will perish as the beast of the field. David understood this. So let's read real quick from the book of 1 Chronicles 29. 1 Chronicles 29, 10 to 14. David found himself in power. Let me just announce to you, when the David started killing lions and bears, when he became the king of Israel, that is the problem of many believers. They are waiting for a crown instead of using their catapult. Some of y'all didn't get that. When I get a crown, I will kill lions and bears. Joke. Power is dispensed in doses and dimensions. This is the reason after they got filled, baptized in the Holy Ghost in Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 4, the Bible says they prayed and they were filled again. Because they are doses and dimensions. It's not a different kind of Holy Spirit, but it's a greater dimension or manifestation of the same Holy Spirit. When you have electricity in your house, are you understanding this now? We have aces in this place. We have a generator. The generator we have right now cannot carry the capacity of these aces. And so there are many of us, our gifts have a certain horsepower, but our power generation is lower than the capacity of our gifts. So we're in a place where we should be cool, but we're hot. We're sweating. Because your power rating is higher than your power generation strategy. You can't carry your iron on a 1 kVA inverter. Why are things not smooth in my life? Not smooth. No power. <laughs> now, the quality of the... <laughs> Let me leave it. So look at David. So David, he used the power God gave him with lions and bears. And every time you use the power God gives you, light shines brighter. Every time light shines brighter, you attract things that you could not attract without shining that light based on the power you released. Oh, mama. Some of y'all will get it in 2023. When we have a real president. <laughs> By the way, I don't care no jupe that is anywhere. Jubilation is coming to Nigeria. First Chronicles 29 verse 10. Therefore David blessed the Lord. So that's why I always write it. Have my own here in case media don't go quickly. Therefore David blessed the Lord. 
before all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, for how long? Somebody shall faithless power. Forever and ever. Next verse, real quick. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours yours is the now does this sound like the lord's prayer at the end of it jesus said for thine is the the remember that jesus is the son of david son of david have mercy on me and jesus also sits on the throne of David. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. It says, All that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Continue. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand it is to God is making you great. And to give strength to how many people? I pray for somebody who's weak around the knees. Receive strength now. There are some, that's a direct word for somebody. The other person receives strength now. In fact, you might have to walk around at the back or something. If you have ankle pains, the Bible says it gives strength to all. I pray for somebody who has been tired. You've not been able to sleep for three to five days. Receive strength now in the name of Jesus. So what do we do now? It says, now therefore our Lord will thank you and will praise your glorious name. Uh-huh. But who am I? And who are my people <laughs> that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? For all things come from you. And of your own we have given you. Let's continue to verse 16. Verse 15. Read verse 15 alone. Read alone. And without hope. Verse 16. of his conquest and his career if you will as king more appropriately is calling as king he says god i'm nothing god i'm nobody people hail me the right songs about me you know the road songs about david that's like they do blasting you go to a party when they were saying david has killed his thousands it was not just chant they were singing right and oh, sorry, Saul has killed his thousands, David is tens of thousands. So they're writing songs about David and all of that. And David is like, I know that this is not about me. He was intentional about giving God the glory. That is why if you notice something, what was the first manifestation of the Holy Spirit after they were baptized with the Holy Ghost and people heard them praying and singing? What, what were they doing? They heard them doing what? given praise to God so you really don't understand power the power of God if you're prideful ostentatious standing up stall because the first thing we see the Holy Spirit doing producing in the hearts of people is not people who are laying hands on falling down at the anointing are we understanding it that's not the first thing the first thing is they were glorifying God Paul said, I will pray in my understanding and I will pray in the spirit. So one of the things that you must learn to do is sing in the spirit. You sing in the spirit, making melody in your heart. You don't just sing when there's a cockroach. Macondos, Scaria. When there's a cockroach. Kelibos, Scuvada. praise and thanksgiving he was saying this is what the lord it belongs to you i am nothing 
As I begin to dovetail this to the end, I really want to talk about the enduring power of God and how it should produce praise in our hearts. So, real quick, I want to quickly go through what is called, considered the top five empires in the world. Top five empires in the history of the world and show you something. Every empire at the height of it they became so proud and so full of themselves they became so conceited and so excited we have conquered the world we have dominated the world and guess what happens because pride goes before a fall there were cracks in the system and the reason we're talking about faithless power is that we want all of us to understand that if the power of God must be faithless then you must fade intentionally That's what John says in chapter 3 verse 30. He says, Christ must increase and I must decrease. The field must disappear for it to become fire. Oh God. The sacrifice must be consumed for the fire to burn brighter. For the aroma to be released, the sacrifice must be burnt up. And so great empires in the history of the world, amazing, huge, gigantic, ginormous empires covering places, territories, spaces. You might have heard, some of you might have heard about the Qing Dynasty. That was the Chinese last empire, the Qing, that's in Q-I-N-G. The Qing Dynasty was the last Chinese empire. It covered 5.68 million square miles of land. About 10% of land mass, of the earth's land mass. About 10%. The empire had more than 432 million people as far back as 1851. Can you imagine how did they control 432 million people as at that time, that was 35% of the population of the world. No Twitter, no Instagram, no Facebook, no telecoms, no GSM, no GISM, no GISM. But they controlled the world. Massive empire, 1851, founded by the Chinese, defeated the Mongols, ruled China from the 17th to the 20th century with the height of its peak reaching in the getting get to the peak in the 1800s but guess what China the king dynasty did not endure beyond that time because every empire no matter how great and strong is going to fade look at somebody say it's going to fade it's going it's going to fade some of you looked you didn't say some of you said you didn't look look at somebody eyeballs and say it's going to fade it's going to fade the Spanish Empire the fourth largest empire in recorded history the Spanish Empire uh, covered 7.72 million square miles more than 13% of the earth's land mass had 68.2 million people between 1740 and 1790 the Spanish Empire began in the days of Columbus lasted in parts of Africa until the 20th century uh, Spanish is now have you, you realize that Spanish is the second most spoken language in the world as a widely spoken language have you noticed much of South America they're speaking Spanish people are learning Spanish in Europe but look at somebody say it's going to fade it's going to fade uh, some of you didn't look look at somebody say it's going to fade the empires of men the systems of men will fade the Russian Empire lasted almost 200 years covered 9.15 million square miles of land more than 15% of the landmass, 176.4 million people in 1913. They had almost a tithe of the world's population. Russia was the last absolute monarchy in Europe prior to World War One. One of five great powers in Europe, but it's going to fade. Look at somebody say it's going to fade. The Mongol Empire, second largest empire and the largest contiguous empire that the world has ever seen. Nine one five million square miles of land more than 16 percent of the earth's land mass had more than 110 million people between 1270 and 1309 more than a quarter of the world's population uh, but it's going to fade have you heard about the king of mongolia have you heard about the queen the prime minister the treasurer the this or the architect it's going to fade not somebody beside you and say the powers will fade uh, will fade the largest 
empire, the, the most uh, impressive empire, most sophisticated empire, the British Empire. The British Empire covered 13.01 million square miles of, of land. Uh, have you seen Johnny of an African colony? Have you seen it? You need to see it. 22% uh, of the Earth's land mass, 458 million people in 1938, more than 20% of the world's population. But somebody say it's going to fade it's going to fade every empire of man fade uh, the Roman Empire faded the Turkish Ottoman Empire it faded all the other empires faded do you know why because theirs is not the kingdom power and glory forever and ever every man in power has borrowed time has borrowed intellect has borrowed energy but I'm grateful to God that we have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken with hands who is grateful about the faithless power of God that you do not belong to a kingdom that is here today and shaken tomorrow but that the kingdom of God like David said is from everlasting to everlasting aren't you excited that nobody can plot a coup against God and succeed nobody can fire God nobody can poach God God is not going for a club transfer God has not been bought out he can be bribed out he can be plotted out he can be set down he can be worked out he is God Almighty I don't know who's excited that the kingdom of God reigns forever and ever if you're excited about that shall faithless power every Nebuchadnezzar will come and go every Pharaoh will come and go every Herod will come and go every Edi Amin will come and go every Abacha will come and go every Yaradua will come and go every OBJ will come and go every GEJ will come and go every BUH will come and go but Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forevermore Somebody shall fail as power. Ah, do you know why you ought to get excited? If your God doesn't expire, that means your worship is valid for life. If your healer has no successor, that means your healing is permanent. Oh, do you hear what I'm saying? If your salvation was not given by a Jesus who can be upgraded, outdated, updated, no other Jesus is coming. No better Jesus is coming. No finer Jesus is coming. No greater Jesus is coming. That means the salvation that a procured for you is still valid. Somebody shall faithless power. Somebody hall of faithless power. If you go find my key. If you go to the book of Luke, chapter one. Low leg somebody shall faithless power in the book of Luke chapter 1 and verse 30 the Bible says then the angel said to her the angel said to Mary do not be afraid Mary for you have found favor with God and behold you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name shout his name shout his name shout his name, shout his name. he will be great and he will be called the son of the highest he said he will be called the son of the highest and the Lord God will give him what the throne of his father David and what will happen what will happen what will happen he will reign over the house of Jacob how long somebody shall forever somebody hall of faithless power forever and of his kingdom there will be no end now to let you know there is a connection between that kingdom and the Holy Ghost in the next verse Mary said how can this be since I do not know a man verse 35 he said don't forget 
the promise of that power the power the spirit of power is the one who's going to overshadow you in other words when you think about the Holy Spirit think about the kingdom of God think about the faithless power of God he says it's going to overshadow you in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 26 he says lift up your eyes see who has created these things who brings out their host by number he calls them all by name by the greatness of his might and the strength of his shout that power shouted power shouted power not one is missing why do you say oh Jacob and speak oh Israel my way is hidden from the Lord and my just claim is passed over me by my God ah have you not known have you not heard the everlasting God the Lord the creator of the ends of the earth whose God am I talking about he does not faint he does not faint and he is not weary his understanding is unsearchable and what does he do what does he do you sound faint right now give it some power what does he do I don't know why God is on this page but somebody you've been feeling faint like your life is ebbing away like things are thinning out like things are peeling out what does he do he gives power to the weak or to the faint and to those who have no might he increases strength and in the youth even the youth can get tired of protesting even the youth can get to an end of the answers even the youths can get weary and overwhelmed. Even the youths can be anxious. And the young men shall utterly fail. But verse 31. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Is there anybody getting ready to run? They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint lick for three people low leg them and shout them faithless power where do you get the power to work faithless power where will you get the power to build faithless power how are you going to be a stone in sequence how are you going to build what God has placed in your heart how are you going to raise disciples how are you going to fuel your master life manuals how are you going to engage missionary map in a few weeks? I can hear that power like it's powerful. GB, your mouth is not open. Debbie, your mouth is closed. Yes, I'm looking at everybody. When we become 3,000 and 5,000, I won't be able to see everybody. But now I can see you. So when you don't shout faithless power, none so I can tell. When you don't shout can, I can tell. Ahmed, I can tell. How will you build what God is sending you to build? How are you going to reach out to the unreached? How are you going to feed people once a month, every month in 2021? How are we going to do the charity outreach in December? How are we going to raise 1 billion, reach 1 billion souls in the remaining 17 years? How are some of you going to become policy makers, World Trade Organization chairman? How will you do that? How will some of you build orphanages and raise jobs for the jobless and the unemployed? Somebody shall fail less Somebody holler power. Before we praise, I prophesy over your life. You are not falling out. You are not dropping out. You are not quitting. You are not losing momentum. You are not losing energy. You are not losing your life. You have faithless power. Faithless power. The spirit of the kingdom. The governor of the kingdom. The Holy Ghost that you have received. Walk in a new dimension. Walk in a new revelation. Walk in new vitality. Faithless power. 
fadeless power and a fadeless power when it feels like you can pray oh sing in the spirit pace in the spirit fadeless power will kick in able sakataya when it feels like the animosity is getting to you at work get there earlier than everybody walk around the office pace the floor and shout fadeless power that's why Jesus he walked with as a carrier of that power how come Rome was scared of him it takes power to scare power how come Rome was scared of him power is only scared of power power is not scared of oratory except it's oratorical power power is not scared of money except you become financially powerful power is not scared of youths running around but when the youth start asking for more than ending sass did you notice when you were talking about end sass they could endure that but when you start talking about government when you said end bad government they can't handle that the enemy does not mind you handling a little bad habit but when you start dealing with governmental issues it brings all his arsenals because the real battle is not whether you smoke or not whether you drink or not the reason that is a battle is that alcohol can destroy the body that ought to shoulder the government the real deal is the government so when you start talking about government hell gets nervous hell gets nervous that's why the emerging generation of Nigerians we have a lot of energy but we don't understand power yet there is a difference between energy and power power is energy with structure energy with systems energy with direction energy with organization energy with leadership that's power energy can shock you but you need power to light a bulb he all come on somebody the Bible does not say and I will give you energy he said and you will receive power low leg three people and shout you're in power you're in power don't complain you're in power don't be weak you're in power don't be shy you're in power don't be overwhelmed you're in power you're in power you're in power and when you understand that that power is not yours you will say God thine is the kingdom thine is the power and thine is the glory Somebody give God praise. Somebody open your mouth. Shout yes! This is how you know. God doesn't give you work to do. First service, I get to work, right? What will you do the work with? What kind of power? Every man-made empire fades. Some of you are not old enough to know about USSR. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. So I'm like, who's Gorbachev? Which wall? USSR, if you think, I was going to call him Stalin, Putin. I was going to call him Stalin. If you think Putin is powerful, study USSR. That modern day power base broke into many nations. Many of them have not been able to reconfigure the identity of their structure. Italy that you know today was the base of the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire was massive, huge. UK that anybody talks about today right now, UK was called Great Britain. When the queen sneezes, Africa catches cold. 1884, a few countries got together, divided Africa like a slice of cake. 
literally because there were empires and kingdoms in Africa before native empires they slashed it with T-square and ruler they just mixed tongues and languages that were never supposed to be together never that's why I go to certain parts of the country just go like what are we saying what are they hearing That's why for Nigeria, one of the things that we must prayerfully enforce in the spirit, restructuring. And we can do it in the spirit. But all those empires, do you know what you call Iraq today? Was one of the central points of Babylon. The Babylonian Empire, modern day Iraq, is a tiny part of it. Powers fade, kingdoms fade, but the kingdom of God is from everlasting to everlasting. So this is why discipleship is important because you're not supposed to be in power for life on earth. Do you know that you can be a minister and become a dictator? Are you aware of that? Can become a preacher or team lead and be dictatorial because you think the power is yours. We're going to honor God with dancing and singing for about 10 minutes. But before we do that, I want us to verbally acknowledge this. God, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Not just for now, forever and ever. He says the government shall be upon his shoulder to the increase of his kingdom. That increase of his kingdom is not that God's kingdom literally will increase because there's no place where he's not king. David said it reigns over all the earth. But it's saying the manifestation of that kingdom on earth. In other words, the Queen of England before conquering much of Africa was not less of a queen than after she conquered Africa. But more of our queenness was being experienced. Are we following this? After doing that. God has not become more good. But more of his goodness and his greatness can be experienced when we receive that power in Jerusalem like they did. And we become his witnesses in Samaria, in Judea, and the utmost parts of the earth. Can we raise our hands to the Father right now? And we're just going to say to the Father, you are the king. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. And adoration is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.